Good morning, everybody. Tanner's after the Kukhazar, after testing, warning, after testing. Ralph brought down that a person is allowed to test the Kaddish Baruch when it comes to Tzedakah. As Sebesh Vilta Shetish Asher, a person is allowed to give Tzedakah, Al Tanai, that he becomes wealthy. Warning, we brought down that Mutter comes even Mishvil Yachi, Parnassah only comes to Shal Tzibur. The Gemara says that Maisha Rabbeinu is considered representing a Tzibur, and therefore Parnassah would come for Maisha Rabbeinu. And we saw the Gemara on the base brought down. That a Kaddish Baruch will bring rain even for a specific blade of grass, not just for one person, not just for one field, but even that person needs rain in one specific place, a Kaddish Baruch will bring water in that place. And we saw Machlaikas Tanayim on the bottom. When rain comes down, is that rain coming from the waters from the Mayim al Yainim or from the Mayim Atachtainim? Today, we're going to have a few interesting and Gothic words in the field of Manalf, and then we're going to have two Mishnahites. The first Mishnah is going to discuss when we start asking for rain. The bottom Mishnah is going to discuss what the majority of this Mishnah is going to be about, and that is the halachas of a tightness when rain doesn't come down. When do we start fasting? So let's pick up the top of Daf Yudaman Aleph, says the Helgi Gemara, the top line, Tanu Rabbanon. And the rest of the world is created after it. Then he created brings down rain by himself. And the rest of the world brings it to Again, a Kaddish Baruch brings the rain by himself, and in Chutzlar, the rain comes. I'll turn a few places. This idea that in Eretz Yisrael is a special Ashkacha, that even though the rest of the world, the Kaddish Baruch has Malachim, who serve as intermediaries between Kaddish Baruch and Kaddish and the rest of the world, when it comes to Eretz Yisrael, Kaddish Baruch interacts directly with each individual person. There's a higher level of Ashkacha in Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael gets the the primary rain, and the rest of the world gets the leftover rain from Israel. gets the water first, and the rest of the world gets the rain. It's a marshal of a person who's who's creating cheese. He's making cheese. When he's making the cheese, when he's currently cheese, so he takes the he takes the cheese curds and he makes the cheese and he leaves over the psalos. Leaves over the way, which again the way is not bad. But he keeps what he wants for himself. He keeps the cheese curds to make the cheese. And that's like an Eretz Yisrael. The primary rain goes to Eretz Yisrael. And the rest of the rain, the rest of the world gets the tamtus from the rain of Eretz Yisrael. Again, what exactly this means, that the Eretz Yisrael gets the rain first, and Eretz Yisrael gets the Roshliach, and Eretz Yisrael gets the main rain, and the rest of the world gets the gets the leftovers. Exactly. I don't understand these ideas. This is right there. The Gemara before said that the water which comes from the ocean goes up to goes up to the Shemaim, goes to the clouds, and the clouds sweeten it. Says the Gemara, where do we know that? And we dash in shakel kaf v'shadi reish. There are two separate pesukim, two different places. But we say take out the kaf and put it in the reish. V'karibe chashras, which is a lashon of preparing of sweetening. Again, machlekes others are gerus hachsharas with a hey, not a ches. We find it on the mishnah l'shabbos. We had heard before that hey and a ches can be interchangeable, and hachsharas would mean that it's prepared. Either way, the point is that the water goes up to shemayim. And it gets sweetened in the clouds. Says Gemara, right? The Rishua, Bani, Kray, Ma'ad, Arshibu. What does Rishua do with these psukim? Says Gemara, Savli, Gadar, Chiyasar, Vdimi, Amir, Amir, Rav, they say, Amir, Rav, Nahar, Anani, Zeir, and Mai. If there's a thin cloud, if it's a light cloud, it means it's going to be a light rain. Choshech, Anani, if it's a darker cloud, a very dark cloud, Saigin, it means it's going to be a lot of rain. Says Gemara, Kamana, Zal, Tanya, according to which time is this price going? The price that says, Mayim, El, Yoinim, Mayim, Harim, Tzuliim, Uperes, and Megishamim. The Mayim El Yoinim are telling HaKadosh Baruch Hu's word, and that's how the world gets rain. This is Clara-like, sounds like the Shita of Reb Yoshua, 
that the rain comes to Shemaim, Shemaim, the Pazakism, the Pazakh, the Sparks, Kemaz, the Zimar, Kabishu, it's going to Kabishu, Rebelazar was with his Pazakh, we might say, the Shakalish Baruch, so that's going on, the Mice of Ration, the Kashbar created the world, that's talking, that's the Maimel Yoyan, and Benachrami, the regular rain that comes from the Maimel Yoyan, Armu Shemal Levi, Kolalam Kulim, and Tamsis Ganadi, and Ushay said, the entire world. Gets the rain from the rest, the leftovers from Ganadin. Who should not make the pasuk says, "Vanar yetsam Ganadin." Tanam itam to space core shares a tarkiv from the leftovers of a base core. A tarkiv can drink, meaning like we're going to see in the Gemara before, that the Ganadin is a sixtieth the size of the world. So a core is a sixtieth times a tarkiv. So a core, which is the which is the Ganadin, can be shares a tarkiv the rest of the world. Says the Gemara right there. Tanu Rabbanon, Eretz Mitzrayim, Havi Dal Meis, Parasal Dais Meis, Parasal Mitzrayim is four hundred Parasal, four hundred Parasal. Uachem Mishishim Bekushin, it's one sixtieth of Kush. Bekush Uachem Mishishim Ba'Elam, Kush is one sixtieth of the world. Ba'Elam Uachem Mishishim Began, the world is one sixtieth of Gan. Began Uachem Mishishim Eden. The Gemara understands like Eden are two separate places. Gan is a sixtieth of Eden. Eden Uachem Mishamach Legehenim, and Eden is one sixtieth of Gehenim. And Umtzakal Elam Kulei Kikisik Dir Legehenim. Comes out the entire world is like a kisei. It's like a cover for Gehenim. Gehenim is so big. Yisheim Rosham Vulsi Gehenim. Endless Shir Gehenim doesn't have a Shir. Yisheim Eden Endless Shir Rosham Vulsi Gehenim. Eden does not have a Shir. Amar Rabbi Shmuel Asav Vosha. The pasuk says, "Shech Masal Mayim Rabim, Rabis Eitzrois." He's talking about bubble. There's a lot of word there. Me garm the bubble. She Eitzrois Malayis. What causes bubble that they have so much, so much grain? They have so much fruits and vegetables. But Haviyim Merbenei Shechenes Al Mayim Rabim. What's that? They're always full. It's because there's tons of water. And Amar Rav, Rav explains that here, Bavel the Chatz of Mitra. The people in Bavel are, are very wealthy because they don't need so much rain. Again, he's not arguing what we just said before. The point is that Bavel is very low, so all the rain from the rest of the world comes down into Bavel. Amar Bainak Tinan Tuvni Vlo Yabeshti. We understand that Bavel is a very swampy area. It's a very moist area. It's not a dry area, and that's why they're very successful in planting things in Bavel. Says the Heligit Gemara Vaiter Begil Marchesh and Shenos Gishami. On the third day of Cheshvan, we ask for rain. We ask for, on the seventh day of Cheshvan, why? So says the Mishnah, we wait 15 days after Yom Tov, so that people are they can go back to their houses, they can go back to their homes. Again, the Tanakh Pasha doesn't disagree, but Ross speaks out, he doesn't disagree, but he wants to start a little bit earlier. He says that those people will be able to hang around a little bit longer, they'll wait till it stops raining. Ritzvah's Bali, that really will take 20 days to get to, to get to the edges of Eretz Yisrael, Rishem discuss exactly how we come to this question in 15 days. Says we're right to Amar Belazer. Halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel. Tanya, we learned in a bright so meaning we wait 15 days. Tanya, Hananiah, Machanah says, Ubegayla, and in Gayla, at Shishim Etzkufa, 60 days after the fall season. Again, Ubegayla is a tremendous discussion to be showing what's that referring to. Is that referring to only in Bavel? Many Rishim learned it's only talking about in Bavel. But, but other places in the world, it would be totally when exactly we start needing the rain. Some other Rishim say, no, Gayla is referring to Anywhere outside of Eretz Yisrael, which is, again, we pass in Lamaisa, that we do it any, everywhere outside of Eretz Yisrael does 60 days after the Tzkufa, which comes out December 4th. Exactly how we come to that calculation December 4th is a very interesting discussion in the Achreinim, explaining exactly how it works out the secular calendar, working out the Cheshbanis, definitely something to work on, to work out, work through exactly how December 4th became the date. But that's what the Gemara here says, that in Goylat, which we understand Allah is referring to every Atzir Eretz Yisrael, it is the 60th day after, in the fall season. Amarav, Huna Barachim, Amar Shmuel, Allah, Chanani, we pass on Chanani, Eiz Atshu, Abayi, Benesh, Mishmuel, they ask Shmuel, Ma'emetz, Matkir, Mersay, Talmud, when we start saying, Mersay, Talmud, when we start saying, Mishim, Ma'ili, Tziv, the way Tavayis Rishba, when Tavayis Rishba was a certain bird trapper, he would bring the wood into his house, that's what we start asking. So we see it's a different time. I think, well, no, don't be ADV, maybe it's the same time, maybe it's this time when you're bringing the Day, like, the, like the day before, and we only start asking on the 61st day. So the 60th day is like after the 60th day, meaning we start asking on the 60th day. Shmuel says, No, the 60th day is like before the 60th day, meaning we don't ask on the 60th day, we ask on the 61st. The Simanach, the Simanach, remember who said what? The people who live higher, they need water because the water 
doesn't go down towards them, they need they need the water more. So Rav lives in Eretz Yisrael, which is higher, which the Gemara says that Eretz Yisrael gavayim bikol haratzos. The Gemara in Gittin tells us that Eretz Yisrael is the highest of all the land, so it needs more water. So he he says we start asking earlier. and Shmuel lived in Bavel, so we said before the water would go down to Bavel. He didn't need so much water, and that's what he said we should ask in the sixty first day. Rav Papa, Rav Papa said we pass in the sixtieth day. We pass like Rav that the sixtieth day is like the sixty first day, meaning we start asking on the sixtieth day. Now this idea the Gemara just brought down two things. This Gemara brought down Rashi brought down the Gemara and Gittin that Rav lived in Rav lived in Eretz Yisrael, and the Gemara and Gittin says Eretz Yisrael is Gavayim Kolaratzis. It's the highest. Of all the lands. So the Chassam Sefer already asked the Kasha, I don't understand, just look at Metzias, look, practically speaking, it's not so difficult to look either on a map or look f- physically, just look at Eretz Yisrael, you'll see, it's not very high, it doesn't have, it's not a very mountainous region. What exactly does the Gemara mean? That is the tallest of all the lands. That's what Chassam Sefer's Marechabad and Shuvis. And he gives an entire, a beautiful shot going through, based on Aragamar, Eretz Yisrael, and the whole shot. Well, you see from Chassam Sefer, and we'll see from Taisis on the base as well, that the, or, or at least one of the most important questions a person could ask is that when he sees a Gemara like this and he says it doesn't make it doesn't shim with the you have to figure out what is in the Gemara. The Gemara must mean something else. You have to use your eyes. You have to use your seichel. It reminds me of the story of the Yaakov Kamenetsky. Yaakov was learning in yeshiva, and a Talmud came to him and said, "My chavrus is a kaifer." He's asking kashas which are kafiras. So Yaakov said, "What what what exactly is this kasha? What's he asking?" So the the Talmud said, he's asking a kasha, we're learning Sechel's Gittin, and we're discussing different places in Eretz Yisrael, and my Chavrush is asking me a kasha from the map. He took out a map and said, it doesn't make sense with the map. And so he went, he's a kaifer, he's asking kashas from a map. So Rabbi Yaakov said, Punkvakeret, the map is the greatest kasha, if you have a kasha from the Tzis, it's the greatest kasha. And then Rabbi Yaakov went on to explain, to answer, Rabbi Yaakov was a bucky in Eretz Yisrael, he was a bucky in these types of things, he was able to answer the kasha. But the point is, that person has to, be able to, has to be able to ask kashas from Matthias, has to be able to ask kashas from things that he sees to figure out exactly what the Gemara means. Says the Hilagit Mishnah Now we are starting the primary point of this Masech to discussing tiniest when it doesn't rain. What exactly the fastest would look like? So it says the Mishnah If the Yudayim Rechashim, the seventh day Rechashim came along, there's no rain. Which we'll see who that's referring to. Which are fasting three fast. You got to eat and drink at night. Meaning the fast only starts in the morning. And the Chamisha Yinoyim, which are Asr and Tishma Mikipra, they're much around these fast days. Let's see which Chayish Kislev rolls around, and there's still the rain to come down. Bezin Gaiz and Shalish, Tainis Al Tibur. Bezin Gaiz are three fasts on the entire Tibur. They're allowed to eat and drink at night, meaning they don't start in the morning. Again, the Chamisha Yinoyim are much around these fasts. So let's remind you, who are the Yechidim? Amr of Huna Rabbanon. When the Mishnah says Yechidim, it's referring to the Rabbanon. Yechidim Lachal Feinzin Zatzal is a beautiful pshat. Why the Rabbanon called Yechidim? Zat Feinzin Zatzal. The pshat is because the Talmud Chacham is somebody who's a Yachid. He's an individual. He doesn't get influence. He doesn't get. He doesn't get impacted by the people around him. Everybody else is living as if nothing's going on. Nothing's happening. A Yachid realizes he's an individual. He does what he feels is right, even though nobody else is doing it. And that's what the Mishnah says. The Yechidim, specifically the Yechidim, they're the ones who start fasting. Not everybody doesn't fast till later, but the Yechidim, people who are to be the Chachamim, who live with this mindset that we don't get influenced by the negativity around us, they're the ones who start fasting first. And I, that's why they're called the Rabbanon. So it says the Gemara, Amr Vuna Yechidim, Mestan and Shalish, The Yechidim, they start fasting Monday, Thursday, Monday. It says the Gemara, Mike, Mashallah, what's the Chish? They start Monday, Thursday, Monday. Anyone the Rice? It's already the Rice, it says. The Bryce says in the first, we never start a fasting on Thursday because we're afraid. If everybody starts fasting on Thursday, everybody's going to go to the store Thursday night and eat tons of food for, for breaking the fast, and they're going to buy for Shabbos. The people in the store are going to, are going to think, what's going on over here? Everybody's buying food, it must be a famine. They're going to hike up the prices. That's what we say. No, only start fasting on Monday, so everybody will know already that these are fast days. So the Bryce says in the first, we always start fasting on Monday. So what's the Chilish? Why do we speak out? We start fasting on Monday. This is the Gemara. 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 This is the
people are going to think that uh, there's no there's no food around. but a yachid is fasting, so it's not just big deal. You can start fasting on a Thursday. Won't be big deal. Even yachid shouldn't start fasting till Thursday. Says the Gemara. Right, we learned like this. We learned like this in the Brisa. We start fasting Monday, Thursday, Monday. Says we're mafsik for Shkadashim. Our mafsik for Shkadash. We have time because we have as well as we have time. Which are in Megillah's Tainus, the days you're not allowed to fast. Again, the Rishayim talk about is Now that we said Megillah's Tainus is Batal, do, does this Gemara still apply? Or do we say no? That Avada, once it's Batal, you're allowed to fast even on these days. Says Gemara, right? A person shouldn't say, I'm a Talmud. Any royal, yes, Yachin. I can't call myself a Yachin. I shouldn't start fasting. Any time a Chacham could be considered a Yachin in terms of these halachas, then he should start fasting. Ezu Yachin, Ezu Talmud. What's the difference between a Yachin and a Talmud? Yachin is a person who it's appropriate that you could appoint him a leader on the community. Which And let's just show one more line. Talmud, who's a Talmud? A Talmud is somebody who can ask him a Kasha and he can answer anywhere, even Mesechtas Kalat. Machlech is what exactly Mesechtas Kalat means. Does that mean in these small Mesechtas that he's familiar even with the small Mesechtas? Or does it mean that since it's the Eastern Mesechtas he knows it? But either way, the Meiri says that the Yachid is somebody who's, could be, who could be somebody that you could point on the Tiber. He has all the miles of the, of the Talmud, but he also is familiar how to interact with people, how to deal with business shilas, these types of things. That's why he's right to be fine to Tiber. A Talmud is somebody who doesn't have those Midas, those miles, but he knows how to answer shilas. So that's the more that's between a Yachid and a Talmud. Turn around and the Brisa. No, a person can't just decide, I'm a yachid, I'm going to start fasting. No, you have to be on the right appropriate level. If not, like Rashi says, it looks like Mexican, you it looks like you're a bad guy. But Rashi says, no, Isav, type. No, you want to start fasting, you want to be like a yachid, that's okay. Why the fish ain't shlachle, because it's not a good thing, it's not a praiseworthy thing. It's not like a bad guy, but you think it's a tsar, it's a painful thing for the person. Therefore, it's not a problem. Tanya, you don't want another Rashi, like Rashi, last time, you don't want to do another says that. A Talmud can't just do whatever a Yachid does. You have to be on that level. You have to do another drag. says, That's only by a thing which is praiseworthy. However, something which is like a fast day. So then, if you want to do it, go for it. It's not considered praiseworthy. It's not like you're going to be a Bagaiva. It's a Tsar. You're painting yourself. That is not a problem. It says the Gemara Vaiter. A person was fasting on a tsar on a specific tsar of and the tsar passed. Allah in the trap or a chile, and he was healed. You should finish the fast day. A person who goes from a place where they weren't fasting, the place that the minute goes to fast, they're using You have to fast with them. A place that they were fasting, and now he goes to a place where they don't fast. Allah is, he has to finish his fast because you have to keep the chumrays of the place that you left. Forgotten, he ate and drank. You shouldn't do it in front of the public. You shouldn't tell everybody, oh, I ate and drank. You shouldn't say, oh, once I ate, anyways, I should continue. You should have success. Don't go, don't show off to everybody that you're so full. Don't show everybody, look how much stuff I have in front of Ace, in front of Yishmael, so they don't become jealous, so they don't start up with you. So the same thing, a person, if you by mistake, ate and drank, and people are fasting, you shouldn't tell everybody, oh, look how lucky I am, I ate. It's not a nice thing to do. Says more Altuks Baderch. I think more Darshan's the conversation. Amar by the Shvatim Amar Blazer Amar Lam Yisav Lachav Yisav told his brothers Altisas Baderch Lachav Shem Tirgzu Aleya Chem Haderch Yisav told his brothers, "Don't be oisting his Baderch when you're walking because maybe you're going to forget where to go. You're going to get lost." And he said, "Should you shouldn't talk in terror when you're walking?" Amar Rabbi Loi by Rachav Shem Tirgzu Aleya Chem Haderch Yisav told his brothers, "Altisas Baderch Lachav Yisav told his brothers, "Don't be oisting his Baderch when you're walking because maybe you're going to forget where to go. You're going to get lost." And he said, "Should you shouldn't talk in terror when you're walking?" Because maybe you're going to forget where to go. You're going to get lost. And he said, "Should you shouldn't talk in terror when you're walking?" Because maybe you're going to forget where to go. You're going to get l
And the the Gemara Darash is time with the The only reason why they didn't get burnt up because they're learning talking entire like a Kadibar ruining the star if they weren't learning, they should have been burnt up in fire. It's more like Kasha, the bigger salary unit depends. To you should a person shouldn't talk in learning something which is in depth, something which takes a lot of concentration, because then you're gonna get lost. But something which doesn't take so much conversation so much concentration, Lemigras, to think about something Mikias that you should talk about on the way. This is what Yes was telling Mishwatim, don't take Psiagas, don't take big steps. Because a person who takes big steps is going to lose one five one five hundred of his eyesight. And which ties over his marech? What exactly does that mean? That means a person takes five hundred steps of psiagasa, he is going to lose all of his eyesight. Tais explains no, it means that one hundred one five hundred of whatever he has left, and one five hundred of what he has left. That's Tais' first suggestion, or Tais suggests that maybe only the first step takes away his eyesight, but the rest doesn't, because he quotes the important psikta, the important mechilta, because psiri shayin the the last line Tais is because kolas kasha. So the first step is the worst one, the hardest one. That's why that takes away a person's eyesight. Something that means it's talking about actually taking away a person's eyesight, taking big steps. But something suggests that Psiagas refers to a person who's always trying to get more, he's always chasing something else, he's always chasing the next thing, and that takes away more. Ain't of is the symbol of a person's life. A person can never be happy if he's always chasing the next thing. Says the Gemara, another Pshan, what he told the brother, another idea which he told the brothers, and you should make sure to enter the city while it's the light. A person should always go into the city when it's the light, and he should leave the city when it's the light, and he should enter the city when it's the light. Meaning, you should leave in the morning and leave, and you should enter the city. You should come back before it is nightfall. It's dangerous to travel at night. Again, in the morning, that's when you're supposed to travel. The point out that we're not mocking this Allah because once we have lights, once we have outdoor lighting, it's not a problem. A person who's traveling in the road, he shouldn't eat so he shouldn't eat too much, which we'll see exactly how much this is referring to. He shouldn't eat so much. My time, what's the shot? Here they explain because it's not good for a person's stomach. He might have to go to the bathroom. It's not good for him. And if he eats a lot, then he takes, then he walks. It's not good. In Marava they said Mishum is No, because we're not sure. A person's not going to be sure how much he's going to have to eat. So he should save up the food. He's sitting on a boat because if he's sitting on a boat. He's not sure how much food he's going to have left. But Mishumayana because of the travel, he's not walking. So it's not a problem. If he's going from in to in, so he knows for sure he's going to have food. But he could still have the issue of having a stomachache. Every parsley you'd walk, you'd have a piece of bread, you know, a big piece of bread. Why? Because the other problem was because it was a stomach issue. Rapapa was very large. So for Rapapa, he wouldn't have any problems if he ate so much because this wasn't considered a lot for Rev. Papa, Kukhazara. Of what we saw today, the Gemara on the Manalaf brought down a few interesting Agadi Gemaras about Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael gets the rain first, Akash Baruch does by himself. Then we saw the first mission out of Machlik is when we start asking for rain. The Gemara on the bottom brought down when exactly we start fasting, the Chin start fasting, then the Tzibur starts fasting. And the Gemara on the base brought down a few interesting Agadi Gemaras, what Yosef told the brothers. There's one quick Ara, one interesting idea which comes out of our Daf is that it seems that the Rift Paskins, like Rabbi Gamliel, even Mizmanazet, that we start asking for rain in Eretz Yisrael. 15 days after the after Yom Tov. Why? So Klai should get he should be able to get the Hapura. So the Kash is but that's only the Chayra when we had a base of Megdash but nowadays we don't have the base of Megdash. 
So why would we wait 15 days? Why is that the shear? Why don't we start asking right after Yom Tov? Why would we still go with that shear? So it's a very interesting round, an important round over here. And it starts with a shayla. Is there a mitzvah to go up to the Malkam HaMikdash or no? So Pasha Shai says no mitzvah anywhere. There's no way some English. But maybe there's a tzad to say that no, the mitzvah of the regal is that to go up to the Malkam HaMikdash, that's a shayla. So if you look at the round over here, the round seems to say that the minig was that there'd be Ayla Regal even though there was no base of English. So it's unclear for the round. Does it mean that was a mitzvah? Does it mean that was a minig? Chuvis Atajme, it sounds like this also, that was the minig. Rabbi Takashinsky, one of the contemporary Akhrainim, who was a Bucky in these and Yadim, he suggested that Mizanah said there is a mitzvah of the Regal. Definitely interesting discussion back and forth, even if there's no mitzvah, it could be there's an Indian, some say there's a true about it. An interesting discussion revolving around today's daf. Have a wonderful day.